Royce cover his ears. It's gonna get noisy. <laughs> he looks so peaceful. Yes, the killers. It's eleven oh three. Which means it is rodeo showtime on the podcast stage here in the cinch booth. Back by popular demand is Gus on our hastily assembled unrehearsed program discussing rodeo and all the things that are wrong with it. Josh Hambone Hilton leads the way along with the namesake of the program, the reason for the season. Wow. Yep. Justin Rumford Whatever. to carry us through a, a packed program today. Lots of things in the show, lots of things in the stack. Let's get to it, men, All right. for a round number nine. Thank you, Jacob. Hey, thank you, Kurt. Yeah, good morning, Jacob. Thank you for your always positive, uplifting <laughs> comments my, to start my day in Las Vegas. My so. life is nothing but positivity. Just check. <laughs> if you really knew Jacob, you'd be laughing. Uh, anyway, uh, welcome, everybody. We are... Round nine, it light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, it's it's so crazy because like a few days ago, it seemed like the NFR was never going to be over, and now we're in round nine. It it happens so quick. Like, and, yeah. it's just nuts to think that we have today and tomorrow, and then we all get to go home for like two weeks, and then we start rodeoing again full time. So, are you ready to leave Vegas? <laughs> Gus loves Vegas. Gus had a Snapchat yesterday, and uh, they were filming him, and uh, Josh says. You want to leave Vegas? And Gus is crying. He's like, I don't want to leave this place. I'm like, oh, you will, child. You are the only one. <laughs> anyway, we're going to get right into it. Um, uh, do we have Pete's sock out tonight? Um, I'm getting that here in we'll a minute. We'll get that, but let's get right into it. we got a busy show today. Uh, we want to bring up our rodeo of the day, uh, represented by one of the mainstays of our show, uh, our confidant and friend, um, and then um, Blake. Yep, Blake Blanchett from uh, – our rodeo of the day, every day we feature one rodeo that uh, we want you guys to, to go to, to, to learn about. Um, and uh, so we've had some phenomenal ones on that have uh, been rodeo of the day. And today is Buck Day's Rodeo, Corpus Christi, Texas. One of the coolest, most fun indoor rodeos on a beach. One of the greatest places you could be in May. Adding another performance this year. Welcome to the stage. Our All friends right. from Corpus Christi that include Blake and Come Boyd. on, Blake. Boyd. Blake Come on up. Boyd. Get yeah, up here, everybody. Time. We all cheer in the stands. Hey, look, look at these guys. I'm six foot five and I can step up. We have stairs on the other side. But, just, but look at them. They don't need it. Two big old. Oh. Look at these dome, cowboys. Dome, Blake, dome. how are you? Oh, oh, Jacob. Microphones. <laughs> there you go. We're good. Uh, so I got the email we're adding today. Uh, oh, yeah. Just uh, just found that out, so that's great. So good to spend the whole week in Corpus. We were bragging on it a bunch yesterday with with Bob Moat and, and Scott Davis and and uh, talking about how it it is it really is a place like if you want to go see great rodeo, a, a beautiful building, um, uh, a great town, great food, 
as as Rump and I can attest to. Yeah, Oyster and, Street uh, in the uh, Oyster Street Ball in uh, the Republic, Texas Republic. I'm mm. on top of the hotel, get a good steak and a good glass of whiskey. So bucket list rodeos, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, people. You know, everybody want to see Cheyenne. Everyone wants to see Calgary. Everyone wants to see Pendleton. But if you had a bucket list rodeo and and Corpus isn't on it, it should be. Yeah. It, it really, it's a bucket list rodeo because of the location, the building, frontier, quality of livestock. Yep. It's a uh, contract it's personnel. I mean, the best. <laughs> yeah. Well, seriously, Benji's there, so you know. Benji's there. It's, it's absolutely awesome. He does have very good sound and lights. We have, yes, he does have, have awesome <laughs> sound and lights. It's so good that you even sound kind of good when yeah, you go no through kidding. it. Yeah, no kidding. But seriously, it's it's the second week of May, and as you pointed out, they're going to have a division youth rodeo on Tuesday now. But uh, if you're putting down rodeos that you got to see before you go home to be with the Lord, you got to put yeah. Corpus on that list. Yeah, easy to get to. Got a great airport, um, you know, fly right in, uh, great host hotel. So uh, the original Whataburger's walking distance. Mm. Um, so that's always a plus. But um, uh, right on the beach, there's an aircraft carrier. So there's more stuff to do throughout the day, plus a carnival, the parade. You know, I like the move where you guys moved uh, back a week and right or up, back. Uh, yeah, so you anyway, have, you uh, moved on top. You, you put it all in one week. Right. You've got a uh, PBR has their velocity. Tour That's right. Four, and then we roll straight into our uh, WCRA. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. You could spend two weekends there. See great bull riding the weekend before uh, my, my boy over here doing the music. So um, I think you do. Yeah, you do that. Right? Yeah. Anyway. So, um, yeah, it's just great all around. You yeah. know, you spend 10 days there and. Plus and, with the concerts. And, yeah, and you got concerts after it. So, which I, um, I want to post this on our social media. <laughs> um this is an actual after photo from the Flo Rida concert in Corpus Christi. Um, I'm not, since there are children. Oh, there's a bra. Well, yeah. that's not a bra. That's a that's a bra insert. Oh, yeah. That wasn't the only thing uh, found in yep. the arena. Um, yep. Those are enhancers. Uh, numerous champagne bottles, roses, and uh, and uh, the oh. <laughs> let's just say the peels from the fruits of love. Yes. <laughs> that's yeah. Harry and, and, and you know what? Numbers don't lie either. I mean, 2015, they had like 15,000 people attend. Last year, 28,000 people came to Corpus. So if people are coming in larger numbers each and every year, I mean, that's the best endorsement you can get. Absolutely. Is if you're doubling your attendance over a period of – St. Angelo's done it. Yep. So when you're doubling your attendance over a period of four or five years, that says – well, Somebody must like what they're seeing. Well, and it's one of the roads I've talked about with you that you've been at a long time, and y'all listen. You right. know, you you take advice, you heed advice well, and, from and from those that do it for our a CEO Johnny Filippello. He's Shout just out. really taking note of all the points that y'all you know brought to the table for us, and and, it, and you could tell contest contestants love coming down there now. We've improved our ground uh, as far as the logistics of the flow, the contestants being able to park. We've got a little bit of a gap there, but we've been able to bridge that gap as far as shuttling them in, giving them the warm-up area in the back. We provide a live feed back there to where they're still able to to uh, witness the, the yeah. rodeo and all. So it's, well, we're and, taking note. And, and I will just say, because I was there before Johnny came there from Austin, <laughs> Johnny is one – is probably the best thing that's happened to Rodeo Corpus Christi. I would agree with that. Yeah, he, uh, I mean, it's grown, ex, you know, exponentially since he's been there. And it's because, of your point, very detail-oriented, 
and wants everybody who attends it to be happy. Contestants, fans, sponsors, and he's not afraid to do things outside the box in order to accomplish that. So it's Corpus is a special place, y'all. It, it, is. Re- it really is. And a cool building. I mean, even uh, uh, you know my boss Justin Jonas, they went a few years back and uh-huh. looked at it when they were yeah. talking about getting a new building. Which anyway, that's a whole nother show. What's but, uh, the story on that? Uh, we're on our own, Boyd. <laughs> okay. We're on our own. Okay. So. Uh, but anyway, Blake, talk a little bit to um, um, and what a lot of rodeos do, you know, uh, set up scholarships and everything like that. But that's a huge part yeah. of Rodeo Corpus so Christi. Being down in South Texas, obviously, we're close to the King Ranch. So we get to enjoy a, a Dia, uh, Dia Los Vaquero night where we uh, bring in Jerry Diaz and his entire family. We bring up some of the King Ranch Caninos. Boy, does a really good spotlight on them as uh, far as giving them some recognition and and the history behind that ranch down in South Texas and the impact it had. It, it was great this year. See, I mean, these guys are the the, the real stuff. I mean, these right. are real cowboys. These out aren't on. competitive cowboys. No, yeah. these, these are, are ranching cowboys. cowboys. So anyway, so we're, we're running around in this closing or whatever, and then we go to do it, and the spotlight hits them ranch horses and they <laughs> scatter. <laughs> they but them boys that. over and under, and I mean, well, you know, their hands, it was it was. <laughs> they weren't spotlight broke, yeah. right. but you can, you know, stomp a rattlesnake with them horses, but you can put a light right. on them. To, to your point, though, too, Bone, that you were mentioning, $1.8 million in scholarships. Right. That's what Buck Days has done since they started. I mean, that was the whole purpose of Buck Days, mm-hmm. was to give to student scholars, give them money. Of course, you know, you got Texas A&M Corpus Christi there, but, but $1.8 million, isn't it great that somebody just doesn't take your money and go to France with it. Yep. <laughs> they yep. turn around and they give it back to the kids of the yep. community. That's yep. just that's special. But you know, you're, you're forgetting the most special thing. Uh-oh. Okay, that I think is awesome. The tacos. It, no, and the tacos. It, it, no, yeah. not the tacos. Yeah, we're gonna tell that story. I have been poisoned in Corpus Christi with tacos. <laughs> I've been bucked off a horse and almost died. I've almost drowned in the ocean. I was almost arrested for falling off the side of of uh, Joe's Crab Shack, which is in the bay. But the one thing I love about Corpus Christi, you go to these rodeos, and I know that it's it's cool when rodeos give buckles and spurs or oh, yeah. or saddles. But Corpus Christi, if you win the event, you win a surfboard, yeah. <laughs> like oh, yeah. a custom Corp Buck Days Rodeo surfboard. And so, I, I mean, I know that's a little thing, but I think to me that is the coolest thing ever. Tell when them, those guys yeah. get in the arena oh, and is. they have their surfboards. It is. Tell them about L seventy seven and when he said he'd buy you a case of. No, that when I first went to Corpus Christi, I, <laughs> I went there before just helping Frontier Rodeo, and uh, I was um, I'd been in some trouble with the law, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I had to take a class on um, uh, what was that class I had to take. Anger management, and yeah, after oh I, yeah, yeah. I had an issue with a guy, and it, it, yeah. But he was leasing at this time. Heath was leasing some horses from Kirsten Vold. Well, no, so, so after I went back, my first year that I went there, right? Heath threw me underneath the bus. I'm trying to make you know. I've always wanted to work Corpus Christi, and the backstory of that, I told Donnie Gay uh, when I first started clowning. I said, "Man, I'd love to work Corpus Christi," and he goes, "You know what?" I don't know if I can help you there. They try to get those better guys. Oh! Wow. And I was like, you bastard. <laughs> so when I, the first year I got to clown it, you know, I did this bucking horse act. When I first started clowning, I didn't have an act, so I'd get on a bucking horse, and we would build it up as, hey, we got one extra. Why don't you go on? I say no, and we go through the whole deal. Well, I started getting bucked off hard and a lot. 
And when I mean bucked off, not like a cute little Brody Crest buck off where I kind of <laughs> land and, you know, kind of roll up and then I'm fine. I'm talking from the window huh? to the walls and laying on my <laughs> back. I, I, I'm going to interrupt. Some kind of case of beer, if you'll get on this buck and horse accursed. Yes. L77 was some. This horse is older than Ronald Reagan, okay? This horse is centuries old. So Rump decides he's going to get on this horse. You pressured me into it. I did. I'm not ashamed <laughs> to admit it. This gets better, folks. Tune in. Horse rears up, leaves the bucket chute, drops on his front end. Justin comes out of the saddle and lands on top of the saddle horn right between the post office and the depot, okay? That little area between uh, where you hold your jewels and where you poop is exactly <laughs> is there exactly we go. where this guy hits, okay? He's hurt, and he's hurt bad. So bad, he can barely walk. As a matter of fact, he later finds out, after going to the Justin Sports Medicine team. Live show. That all I know that all of the nerves that all of the nerves in your body come to one spot right there in that location between where you do a number two and where the family jewels are located. Okay, so all of those nerves come to the same spot. Rump later finds out that when he's aroused, when he's aroused, those nerves make his right leg go limp. He can't even feel it. Can't even walk. Can't even walk. I can now, but it's so time. he's walking and he passes this lady who is dressed very seductively, and all of a sudden he becomes aroused. No, I did not. He can't walk. I did that as a joke. <laughs> well, you you actually uh, you made that story not so bad. Uh, round of applause <laughs> for Boyd right uh, there. But what? That's more, a true story. But one more rump story. So he at get, Corpus. He, at Corpus, he, he gives. <laughs> There's this taco giveaway. They've got a sponsor, uh, Laredo, Ta Laredo, Laredo tacos, tacos that are at all the stripes, right, or something. Anyway, and uh, he gives these away. Well, he's been eating one of them, and they figure this out. Heath Stewart, Frontier, figures this out. So they go get the hottest hot sauce, like ghost pepper hot sauce, and lace this taco with it because <laughs> Rump's been eating one before he gives the box away. <laughs> You want to finish it? I would like a rebuttal. <laughs> so the first day they come in, they're like, hey, we're going to do this taco giveaway. I had Nate, and so they bring it into our, our locker room, and they, they set down this styrofoam cooler full of Laredo tacos. And I'm by myself, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm supposed to give away 12 tacos. And I'm like, you know what? If I take one taco and eat it, they won't know. <laughs> so I take one, and I'm like, you know what? It'd be weird to give away 11. <laughs> So I'm like, I'll eat one more taco. Then I'm in there, and uh, Brett Stahl, the bull rider, walks in. He's like, man, those smell good. Can I have one? I'm like, you can have one. So I give him one. Now I'm There's down nine. to nine tacos. <laughs> I'm like, if I don't eat one, nine's an awkward number. To get one. So by the time I got to the arena, I had four tacos. <laughs> and everyone's like, where'd those tacos go? And I'm like, I, this is this is what we got to get. I don't know. So then they, the next day, they brought these tacos in, and they put – like the hot sauce that you have to sign a waiver on because it'll ruin your colon. You can say colon because that's a, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like a, sphincter. So before, <laughs> I, I'm supposed to go into the arena and, and I don't know, these guys all know this. So at the production meeting, they say, you know what we're going to do? We're going to have a taco eating contest. So when you come in the arena, you hand a taco to somebody in the stands and you guys are going to have a taco eating contest. 
<laughs> so I take this taco and I mean, I eat it. And the person in the stands, it was all set up and I just eat it as fast as possible. I could feel the pain <laughs> of the burn from the back of my eyes to the end of my toe. The worst. Right through that central area. Oh, <laughs> the hottest taco sauce ever. So then that night we're at, at uh, Joe's Crab Shack and Cody Webster was fighting bulls at the time. And I'm, you know, uh, the Joe's Crab Shack is out in the water, like off a right. ways. So I'm sitting on this fence kind of, and we're waiting to, to get our table. And right here's the ocean and here's this little fence do not sit. And so I was talking to Webster and, and uh, we'd had a couple cocktails and I was like, dude, I am burning up. I'm like, I've got to get cooled off. And Webster just pushes me double handed. And I fell into the ocean off the side of Joe's Crab Shack. Is that when you almost went to jail? Yeah, they, they're, you're not supposed to do that there. And, uh, <laughs> but you know what? All these years later, I'm still, uh, still going to, to, to Buck Days. And, yeah. I, yeah. We got so, and you know, like uh, for, for Hambone and I and for you too, one other thing, the hospitality when you get to town, the, the hospitality room of Buck Days is not paper pull, plates and sloppy pork. Joe's. I'm talking, <laughs> it is white uh, tablecloths. Great hospitality, beautiful hotels, uh, just an all-around. Isn't isn't Corpus the place where I got Ashley pregnant? It is. <laughs> where you brought? Well, you better finish the story <laughs> on that one. We actually no. brought that up a minute ago. Where you brought the drugs that helped? So, Conceive, right? Yeah. But if it wasn't for me, if it wasn't for me, your three beautiful triplets may not be here. Had I not stepped up, and folks, don't get the wrong vision. It wasn't like I was in his bedroom with a hard hat with a light on top. There it is. Telling him to get his hips up, okay? I just simply. <laughs> he loves to say this in front of thousands of people, too. It's a little awkward. I just brought the medication, but had I not brought it. Well, see, we were both in Logandale, Nevada the weekend before Corpus. I flew back. Justin drove. I own a globe, Okay. I know you don't go from Logandale, Nevada to Corpus Christi without a plane. But he had to get his, uh, because he was shooting blanks or something, he had to uh, get his meds FedExed. So I had him FedEx him to my house and then took him to Corpus. And lo and behold, I don't know what the two of you did, but uh, she ended well, up Boyd, pregnant. And it's you all... see, when a man loves a woman. <laughs> you see, Boyd, little Timmy. <laughs> anyway, so Corpus Christi, Buck Day, uh, Rodeo Corpus Christi, May memories. 7th through the 11th. A lot of great memories, Rich, though, honestly. Richest rodeo in the month of May. Yep. Uh, 600,000? 600,000. And that's not counting the PBR. Yeah. The yeah. 600,000 yeah. is just the rodeo and payout. Yeah. So well, the, we've, yeah, we've the, enjoyed a great the, relationship with WCRA. You know, they focus so much on the contestants. Uh, this year we're adding – Bringing in Virgil Conde, we'll have an on-site farrier there. We've got Ricky Hibbler, uh, who WCRA brought in for us to do the ground. And so we're really trying to build this thing up and make it better every year, and we just appreciate you all for everything you all have done to get us there. Well, we, we appreciate you guys. It's, it's more than just a job. It's one of the rodeos. You know, there's paycheck rodeos and the rodeos you enjoy. Uh, that's one the family comes down to, and mm -hmm. and uh, it's that atmosphere, and, and you guys always treat us like uh, – like we're wanted and not every rodeo does that unfortunately so um but we appreciate you guys coming on yeah. boyd thank you for your time i know you're yeah, a busy buddy. guy and and uh, we hate to kind of cut it short but no please and, well, and tonight if you i uh, hate to I, I don't know if we get any deeper into rough stories <laughs> <laughs> if you need somewhere to go tonight to watch the rodeo 
uh, Boyd and Jesse Knutson yes, will be yes. at the Mirage in the sports book area. A great watch party. There's there's so many around. Matt Merritt's got one at the Rio. Um, you know, you can come to the Doghouse Resorts World, but you know, if you want to bounce around, be sure what times your shows kick off. We, we we start at about five thirty, about fifteen minutes before the rodeo comes on, and then we just step up in the breaks, yeah, in between the breaks and, and during the the, the stagecoach and the flags. Usually have a crowd interactive thing that we do, but it's fun. I mean, we're getting two to three hundred people a night in the sports Great. book, and they have a live concert every night that's free. So, building it, yep, building pretty it cool. Up. Well, great. Well, thank you. Let's give a round of applause, Blake Boyd, Rodeo Corpus Christi, second week in May for not doing nothing. Come on, I now. love you, Boyd. Thanks, Blake. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. Yeah, Gus is Gus is Vegas out. Thanks, Blake. Look how uh, excited Guts is about Boyd's stories. <laughs> Boyd, All right. you, you just put the little boy to sleep. Now, these next two guys um, are two some two of the best cats you can ever have in your corner. I agree. Um, two bad men on music. Let's get them right up here. Ladies and gentlemen, Brad Narducci and Richard Jones. Round of applause, everybody. Yeah, I like this right here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. These two, uh, the main cats, um, all the, the, the PBR tours, um, Richard, I mean, Richard works for them and does music for them. They, they, these two, have, uh, they do a lot. Of course, they do a lot of big rodeos as well. Brad's at San Antonio and the American, and well, you kind of both do the American when it was four and a half hours, five hours. You're like, yeah, I got to be somebody, for a while. So, somebody's yeah. got to do it. But uh, Richard's like what we like to call the Swiss Army knife. Yeah, Richard's a Swiss Army knife. I mean, he's it, up here running the show um, with all the vendors, handling all that. Brad did it for years with him here, too. Now, Brad's, uh, we're, uh, we're team music NFR, me and this guy, and it's been an absolute pleasure uh, working with Brad. I gave him a shout-out the other day. Like, I mean, it's been a true teamwork, you know, trading tunes and, and bouncing stuff off each other, and it's been, it's been awesome. And, and the laughs, oh, God. It's it's been a ball. Stop. You're gonna make me cry. And, you know, oh, we've it's almost been beautiful. We've it almost, has been beautiful. We've almost had one episode where remember that one episode where we just talked about Richard the whole time. So, <laughs> yeah. Richard has had an episode without actually ever being. Thanks for really having me on. This is the prelude. We, we actually need to do a raw where we're sitting around for like two hours. Yeah. This is gonna be way too short. But uh, but uh, no, I mean uh, Richard kind of I, we. We always like to get kind of backstory, kind of how you come from. Grants, Mexico boy. I, I text him every time you go through, you know, and it's never, never. Yeah, you stop. He stops. I've, yeah. I've stayed at Richard's driveway, like a probably, probably at least fifteen or twenty times. Half the time he's not there. Um, but when you pull into Richard's house, pull in, you park, you don't unhook, because he always have like three or four vehicles that have the keys in them at all time. They are. Yeah. I have never seen anybody that leaves the keys in their vehicle when they leave. And I don't mean like he's running to town. Like Richard was gone uh, at a PBR event for like a week. And I called him. And I'm like, um, yeah, I'm going to stay at your house. He's like, yeah, take that red and white Chevy if you want. I'm like, well, where are the keys? He's like, it's in the ignition. I'd never seen that before. They're <laughs> in there right now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's still parked the same spot. So. But And I'm glad when you guys come. Like Robbie Hodges comes, leaves a trailer and a dog, and then takes oh, off for a couple weeks. Been there. <laughs> yeah. Did he leave his laundry on your couch? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, that. and by the way, this dog requires a special food that I'm running out of, or he gets sick. Yeah. Well, how about all the uh, corn dogs and Frito pies and 
funnel cakes this dog's eating at every rodeo you go to. Is that special? or Bless that dog's heart. He puked at the house, and he's a huge dog, and this puke is this much. And Robbie goes, oh, it must have been your dogs. We have Jack Russells. The puke weighed more than the dogs. <laughs> we'll get off that. We'll get yeah, off sorry. teasing Robbie. But we I love Rob few, Dog. I, am, I live right off I-40 there, and I get a few stop in there, and everybody's always welcome. So what uh, – but your journey, though, through – I mean, where did you start – Doing me, you and now you've done everything, but kind of how to get where you're at now. Just the, the cliff notes, really quick. I was a horseshoer for a long time. Mm. I had a great friend, uh, Michael Gaffney, ah, uh, the G man, the G man, the G man. And I made a comment hey, if they ever need some help with the PBR finals or something, I'll sure come out there. So they called me the day before the PBR finals <laughs> and said, Hey, pays a hundred dollars a day. Yeah, you got to stay with the roommate. Uh, it was Dusty Duba. Oh, and I, there you go. The dubes yeah. name drop. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> he had a lot of fun. Uh, anyway, so it kind of I just was a laborer. I've been I've worked for Drome. I've uh, been on the sign crew, on the panel crew. Uh, I ended up doing the being the merch guy for a while. Uh, then I started kind of doing some touring pros, and they started rooming me with the music guy, Mark. Mark. Yep, started rooming me with Mark. Uh, got to know guys like Tom and Joe Lucius around, Kurt Blake right over here beside. Well, they all taught me some stuff, and I bought the first laptop I bought, I bought used for like $700, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chuck Lopeman and Mark gave me some their pages, and I just started. I really liked music, so started going, and then they, hey, we need you at this rodeo in California. So I that's went and did it. There you go, and then it starts. And then that's how it started. And now you know you're the uh, Richard's the main guy at PBR on tunes, and but uh, Brad's right there with you at all time. And and Brad, we kind of, I mean, I've always known Brad, but we obviously ride every day to the work, and we're really, uh, we just we've really yeah, bonded. We, we, we talked about. Uh, I'll tell you what's cool is I was with Richard the first PBR finals that he mixed, and then I was with you at your first NFR. Yeah. So it's it's been it's pretty awesome. cool to see like. A cool shotgun seat, if you will, yeah. to both of my pals doing some cool stuff. Well, it uh, it's easier to be a better music guy when you got a friend like Brad. Amen. Because he, uh, I mean, we share that. music all the time. He sends, <laughs> hey, try this one. Hey, it, it's he'll make you a better music guy. And he's so great at his job, it makes you want to be better. Exactly. A hundred percent pushes you. You know, and I'm always like, Brad. Brad's one of those guys. He he's so everybody loves, but he's like most popular guy in rodeo is what I call him or in Western. Like he can literally put, I, I, you know, charted on Facebook, a comment and he'd have 600 comments. You're the best. I love Brad, Brad, that, Brad can put on real comment. Yeah. Brad can put on Facebook. I just slapped a baby and people would be like, you know what? That baby actually yeah. deserved, Probably it. deserved it. Right. Yeah, he, did, he was being a little shit. He deserved it. Kind of like, so, sorry. Kind of like our two guys. Look how. Yeah. Um, hey guys, if you could turn those chairs around, we're trying to have a show. That'd be you guys great. Enjoy your spot. Hey, comfy. Again, yeah. Those are our chairs, and you got your back to us. How rude. That's okay. No, nope, don't turn them around. No, no, no. Stay nope, comfortable. No, no. Nope, nope, <laughs> Too okay. late now. Too late now. <laughs> but anyway, so Brad, you know, uh, what about you? Like, I mean, I know you've been mixing since you were nine, but yeah, kind of the same way. When I when I first started, I thought I wanted to be an announcer. Uh-huh. So, and just so you know, he's as good an announcer as there is going. Oh, I still hire him. Yeah. For, he's so good. Yeah, I I, I would hire him. I mean, you got that, especially when you want to turn it on and do your announcer voice. It's pretty legit. <laughs> do your announcer voice. So now, I, no, I'm, announce I'm Richard getting on uh, 
Copenhagen mudslinger. It, 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 he'd get bucked off. I can't do it. It's, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, yeah, it wouldn't be it's long. Too quick. No, but I, I started out just like all of us with a different job mm-hmm. and uh, found out to be a good announcer, you needed good music. And I saw how effective music was. So I got a laptop through Aaron's appliance that I financed because I had bad credit and my <laughs> payment was $300 every two weeks. And uh, downloaded Sports Sound Pro. Yep. And uh, just started downloading music. And before I knew it, like, I enjoyed music more than I did announcing. One, it was less pressure, right? I didn't Absolutely. have to do homework. If you look at these announcers' day sheets and you see the, the time that they put into them, it's insane. It's insane. Yep. For a music guy, I could hang out, go have some lunch, drink a couple beers, download a few <laughs> songs. I enjoyed it. it, and it was fun. It was, it was more fun. Yeah. So in 2013, was it 13? Yeah, I think it was. I, nobody was hiring old Brad, and I, w- I was pretty sad about it. And uh, I had chatted with Richard for quite a while and threw music off of him and ideas, and he called me on two days' notice and sent me to Louisville, Kentucky, and that was my first PBR event. And since then, I mean, I got him fooled. He's sending me to a lot of places now. A lot. So, yeah. A lot. And and it, it, it goes, you know, you've you've gone in places for – for me and, and vice versa, you've, you've called me for things, and that's how it's supposed to work, you well, know. And it's trust, too. You know, we've, we've had things happen that we converse, and it's trust because then, you know, pe- people will try to pull the rug over somebody's oh, yeah. eyes. Yeah. But when you've got that, that's, that's, uh, that's everything. But, for, but what you guys do good, and we've talked about this before, if you, if you listen to music at rodeos, at PBR events, I can tell you right off the bat who's mixing sound. Because here's the deal. Anybody could get a laptop. Anybody can listen to the NFR, listen to PBR, steal your guys' stuff. But the thing is, they can, they can steal everything I say at a rodeo, but the way it's put together. So, like, when Brad's at a rodeo, I know it's Brad because he runs his his music kind of defines who, who he does. When you do a rodeo, I know it's you. When Jill's at a rodeo, I know it's Jill, you know? That's, that's what we always say. Like, we'll give anybody our music. If they can do what, with it what we can – that's a different story. Like, and if, if I got on Hambone's laptop tomorrow and he said I got to pee, I'd be so lost. And yeah, I like, like you know, nine hundred like pages. I, and... Even though he's got like really, really, really good music, I wouldn't know how to use it. You know, and that's Correct. that's the same thing. I, I kind of know Richards to be sweetie. I, <laughs> you can't. I can get around, <laughs> he, he gets get around, around my laptop. You guys are so close. You know each other's music. Yeah. Uh, well, real sweet. I I don't think it's just how your pages lay out. It's Everybody's got their own style, or I think everybody should have their own style. Correct. And I'm with you, Rump. I can tell who's mixing. Just uh, turn TV on, I can tell who's mixing. And there's there's people that, I mean, like me, my age group is going to be, my taste of music is going to be quite a bit different than Brad's. Mm-hmm. Although I, I really search for the, some newer stuff, I, I really try to stay upbeat. But I'm going to tend to go in those directions where somebody's going to go somewhere else. And I think... I think that's your signature, man. How you how you do it is is you. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, when you turn on TV and you hear a lot of two thousands hip hop, you know, Hambo's mixing that sure. thing. That's but, the best, though. That's yeah. the best. Yeah. But um, but besides the music, though, it's it's it's. I'll never forget Hadley Barrett and Mike Servi told me the same thing. They said, "Hambo, your talent's gonna get you places, but it's the person you are and Absolutely. your personality that's gonna yep. keep you more jobs." And that's the biggest thing I've always taken away 
because like you said, anybody can do it. There's good music directors out there, but oh, there's, yeah. Yeah. but there's, you know, they can be douchey or, you know, they, they, they chat to or They're just, they're just, it's the personality. And, and you guys have got the charisma and personality that people want to be around you. You know, well, both of you, you're great storytellers, Richard. Oh my gosh! I mean, when you went to Angela that year, my brother just and you and Rump, he goes, I just loved it sitting in there, and them two just tell stories till two in the morning drinking beer, you know. And that's, yeah. but people like that. But you obviously you do a good, you, you got to do a good job. But 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 having that good personality yeah. that people want to be around, and they, that's that's everything. Because there's been guys, I'm not going to say any names, that were really talented, but. Right, just people sure. like you know I don't be around him. I don't care. There's let's get Kurt somebody else. <laughs> Kurt, perfect example. Poor Kurt. I want to give Kurt a shout out because I've never done it from. I don't know where I'd be if in Dallas in 2006 or seven, Kurt turned to me. I just started doing music, and he goes, "Hey, I'm about some other things going on. Would you think you could do Denver? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna have to get more than 20 songs, but yeah, <laughs> nice little thir- 30 per rodeo." Yeah. yeah, and um, and and uh, he told Marv Witt at the time. Of course, I'd known Boyd, but I'd never really worked with Boyd on music. And and um, and Kurt gave his stamp of approval, and they hired me at wow. Denver, and that was the catalyst of my career. So, uh, uh, thank you, Kurt, for I don't know, you know, where I'd be, but it was a it was oh. a pretty great experience. But he still comes back and do the PBR. Hey, how, used about, to make how, how about this? The only guy in history. To do the national finals on music and the PBR finals. That's right, Kurt Blake. Kurt Blake. Dang, Kurt. Yeah, the only guy ever do the NFR and the PBR. I. You did the NFR. Oh, Dave Alexander's the white board that you. He had to do it all off. Of, what he's saying is he had to do it all off a of monitor. They, they put uh. him. In, they put him in a room, and they had a they had a monitor. <laughs> yeah, Kurt, Kurt, was it true that you played Whoop There It Is over 30 times that year? <laughs> Jock jams, man. That's all Actually, you know what? Let's give away a free Pendleton. If you can tell me who sings Whoop There It Is, a free Pendleton drink. Can I play? Yeah. Nobody no. knows. No. I, need, I need a drink. No, if you have a music director card, you cannot play. <laughs> Whoop. That, say to you on that. Whoop. There it is. Whoop. Tag team. Back again. You know Take what? Let's, let's, let's begin. begin. I'm keeping okay. that. I made that up about Kurt. He probably didn't play that. Right. Free, free Pendleton, if you're actually listening. <laughs> so this is a funny. This is the other day, and I'm like, can I go to Brad? Because in those styles, you know, I'm like, I need some some more, like, you know, some maybe some beats and Garrett Yerrigan and some more, uh, you know, hand clapping stuff and this and that. And uh, and so they send me this play, this Spotify, and I go to this, and there's this song called Crowd Chant. And I'm like, this is <laughs> this is badass. How have I missed this? It's so awesome. So I'm telling Brad about it, or I tell Garrett, I go, I just found this might be the one of the best crowd, you know, interactions I've had in a while. And so he's laughing about it. And he tells Brad, like, apparently the song's like 15 years old. At least. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I've the, never it's heard like it. the first song you download as a music director. <laughs> like, apparently I oh, missed yeah. that one. So they're laughing about it. So I, I'm joking around and I text Garrett, like, hey, it was an explicit word, and I'm like, hey, quit telling everybody in the rodeo world that I don't have this crowd chant song. <laughs> and he takes me seriously. Garrett's like, I, I've only told one person. I apologize. Him, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like, Dude, I'm messing with you. But it was just funny. Because, I mean, that just happens, you know. Uh, what was your 24-karat gold or whatever? Oh, yeah. Mark Stevenson was making fun of me because <laughs> that Bruno Mars song, 24-karat, it was like a 
I don't know, six months old, and he, I'd never heard it. And he goes, you're kidding me. And I'm like, no, I never heard it. So by the time I started playing it, people were like, God, I'm so sick of that song. I've heard that song. But it, and Brad, you know, he's saying a song, and he did, he'll say who names it. Like, I know a lot of music, but not who sings or whatever. I go, God, you know music's way better than me. He goes, I grew up in a bar. I did grow up in a bar. You know, the, the music part, though, as, as we advance in rodeo, I mean, we, we have to put on a show, whether it's a PBR, WCRA, Pro Rodeo. We have to put on a show, and you know that you guys get a lot of back from people as, as rodeo clowns. You, there's always somebody, no matter, and that would be the hardest part of being a music director. There's always somebody there that's upset about the music. Like, it's too loud. They played this, and, you know, I, I've seen some of the messages. Well, we're at a rodeo. They need to play country. Yep. Well, I mean, but we're yep. trying to appeal, especially when we go to the big cities. As yeah. a PBR, you know, going to, going to New York. I mean, the, the big coliseums, us, when we go to San Antonio, you, you're having people that are there that are, are 12 that have never been to a rodeo, right. 20 never been to a rodeo. Mm -hmm. You have people that are, are 40 that have been to 1,000 rodeos. So to try to, to mix the music, to build the show, to entertain everybody, that is a task that, that you guys do that I don't think people realize. For, for sure. I mean, all right, talk about New and play Madison Square Garden. That's awesome. It's going to sell out three nights in a row. That's the entertainment capital, basically, music in the – I mean, Broadway's right there, which if you ever get a chance to go to a Broadway show, they're wonderful. Uh you have 95% of that fan base doesn't know our sport. They're not knowledgeable in, in, I mean, I've seen a bull runoff be 61 points uh, and they'll give a guy a standing ovation where the, Oh, he gets a rewrite. For the, you know, <laughs> Why he wrote him. So yeah. it's Since our job. I'll stay. <laughs> yeah. So it's our job to go to the demographic at where you are and try to entertain them for two and a half hours. It's absolutely that way. Now, somebody said on Facebook, which, man, it's a rodeo, it's a bull riding, it's, we're country people. Well, I, let me tell you what, no bigger Conway Twitty fan in the world than me, but that's not going to be my hot song in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, if you like classic, classic country, Richard Germain. Uh, yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, uh, you have I no mean, idea. I, yeah, I can roll through it. Is it true that you lost but, your virginity to Lori Morgan? <laughs> yeah, and Keith Whitley was there. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe to, that's why he drank himself. You don't have to yeah. answer that, Richard. My point being, uh, <laughs> he did see Tanya Tucker naked one time. Right? Yes, I did. What? Oh, you're going to be super jelly. Oh, man. Sorry, Rob. That's all right. Well, that was my first ever celebrity sighting. Oh, okay. I was 18. <laughs> okay. Uh, she was so, not. So like, was, was, this pre, was this pre 2000? Oh, yeah. 1988. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a beer. <laughs> I can't reach it. I'm it, a sleeping floor. Yeah, grab me one, too. Jacob, please. Sorry. I don't, Anyhow, I back to where we, yeah. Sorry, but you know we're so talking. We got to get on that raw. Talking about music at rodeos, bull rides, events. Uh, you know the the kickback. Uh, you know I I complain. Everybody knows me, but I'm getting better. But you know, no, you're not. I think a lot of times the the, the two biggest complaints that everybody has in, on anything social media is the clown and the sound. You know, but those are traditionalists. I say the announcer, the traditionalists. You know, yeah. Like if you were to one, two, three, it it would be. Clowns, music, announcers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and camera angles. I just always dial it down. I mean, when you send it to the Cowboy Channel, so I sent you, you that. You go to a to a lower, you know, and 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 so then because at home, if a lot of times 
it's the same level as your announcer. They For just sure. blows them out at home, sure. you know, and you don't have to fight that that good at the PBR because it's not even in the feed, which is which is great. Um, but you you obviously can hear it in the back. Doesn't have though. to worry about other music directors stealing his music. Yeah, hey, <laughs> I, I I do at least one that's on the Cowboy Channel. I'm sorry, do this I, little rodeo in, in Canada. Yeah, yeah, I go but steal his Calgary. Stuff. I'm so glad you're back there. Me man. too. So glad that's that's great. I sent you that sound clip. Uh, I don't know. Hold on. If uh, for anybody that's not heard this sound clip, I want to play it. It's the most the the best uh, thing I've ever heard. A lady that was so mad about one song. Oh, oh, is, it, is, yes, is this Maureen? Yes. Uh, if I could get, uh, is this? I don't know why it's not connecting. So yeah, this, keep going. Well, well, we'll get it here in a minute. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this this lady was so mad about a song. She totally over over a song that wasn't even bad. I mean, it was it was a uh, possibly it's one of the up. Neil Diamond is a national treasure for the record. No, a national treasure. Is, it, is this is this Maureen? Yeah, it's Maureen. Yeah, it's supposed to be, but it's not. Uh, I don't Here. know why. This you guys be. talk. I'll see if I can do it. See if you can connect Rump, to the Bluetooth. Roadcaster. There we go. Da, da, da. God, have you heard this, Richard? Okay. Here. Let's get. This super light's pretty good. Why is it not? Ugh. Anyway, well, so keep, keep going. Channel. Oh, wait, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hi, Jesse. My name is Maureen, and I've been listening and watching the Cowboy Channel. I just got it about a year ago. It's our favorite fans. And watching every rodeo that I can watch. But maybe I've been watching too many rodeos. I'm not sure. But is Sweet Caroline the only song that they can, the music director can get the audience going on? Because it seems like nine out of ten rodeos, they play that song. And you know what's irritating? They don't play it through. They play part of it, and then the audience says something. You know, it's really insulting to the ears. <laughs> You're playing right. part of a song, and then it goes quiet because they're waiting for the audience. But they play that damn song <laughs> at 99.9% of the rodeos in the catalog of music. Catalog of music. Is that the only catalog. song that's there? <laughs> Uh, oh, no, so she ain't done yet. Not done yet. She ain't done. Rodeos on mute. On mute. You have music directors. You know, they play a couple of bars in one song, then they go to another, another, another. It's like, Jesus Christ, play, play one. <laughs> Why do you got to bring Jesus into it? Uh, what do he do? You know, no. they play one. Well, I, I don't have to tell you how they do it. But, but. For one calf roping, they might play five different songs. <laughs> I, I have a, I'm, I'm dizzy. I'm, dizzy. I, I'm getting seasick. <laughs> it's very poor. But that Caroline, isn't there anything else? Is that the only song the audience is 
all across America know. Do you know how old that damn song is and how many times? <laughs> Not as old as you. <laughs> anyway, she yeah. keeps going and going and going and going. That's <laughs> crazy. Do you like the song Sweet Caroline? Well, actually, there's two types of people in this world. Those who love Neil Diamond and those who don't. I love Neil Diamond. Exactly. Because you, yeah, you yeah. can engage the crowd. That's why all of us play it because it works. Well, well I, I have been about, I have been outlawed from it here. So yeah, yeah. Different story, but yeah. Rapid City this year, right after she had sent that message to Jesse, the committee told <laughs> they told Rump and I, we want Sweet Caroline at least three times a night. Yeah. So we all ban everybody banded together. So, all the music directors, like so, if you're singing that song now. It's so rump would go, Hey, we'd like to give a shout out to Maureen. This is her favorite song. Sweet we, didn't Benji make a sweet Maureen mix? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I I think you can offend people how I mean I've had it. I can't believe he plays gangster rap. Well, I can, I like it. And it works. You know, if you're in LA at the Staples Center. You can play it and they'll go. Mm. Uh, and what I've learned this, uh, you can offend people, but you know what happens when somebody gets offended? Yeah. Nothing. 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 Do you, do you, do you get uh, emails and calls about your music, Richard? Oh, yeah. Do you do? I do. And I, I mean, I'll get emails about my entertainer sometimes, too. Can you believe he did this? Can you believe? I mean, they'll send emails to the PBR. One time, uh, Matt Merritt did like a coin dig or something and it was for a sponsor and he had three ladies do it and it was like i can't believe he was your clown was demeaning to women i mean it was just crazy so some people are just gonna get mad I don't... but the sound part though like i said that would be the hardest part of your guys job i've told Hambone this and brad like i can't even imagine being a sound man trying to appease everybody well and that's what i fought my head here you know, and, and Brad was really good. And, and Richard, I, I love Richard. Every night sends me a motivational, you know, kind of a, you know, speech or a text or something like that. And last night I didn't get it before the rodeo and about halfway through the bareback ride. And I'm going, man, Richard forgot I was a little down. I felt off. And then I looked over and there it was. And then I was back on it again. Back so, on again. But, um, but, which is awesome. It means a lot. But, um, but, you know, I was thinking, oh, do I play this? Or maybe I'm thinking too much what people in the stands because, you know, I mean, the heaviest critics in the world are in the NFR. But once, you know, like Brad said, and Rich, just screw it. Do your thing. And once it's after about per, per four, man, it's been just yeah, gung-ho just go, and just yeah. go do what we do. And and it's, it's been great. You, you're not in that position because you're a good guy. You're not in that position because – Oh, he'll do. You're in that position because you're the best there is. You He's know what I mean? one so. of the good guys. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. And, but and, it, and he's right. And we talked about this the other night. There's people that that's hard on their ego because if you're great, doesn't mean it takes away greatness from anywhere, anybody else. Correct. You know, if, I, if you send Brad or I send Brad and you get the, man, that guy kicked ass. Well, some people will be like, oh. You like him better than me? No, I'm like hell yeah, I kicked ass. That's why, that's why he's there. Yeah, doesn't make you any less great. Doesn't make you know 
it, matter of fact, it makes, uh, what is the old adage, iron sharpens iron. I want to hear the best because I want to come the next time and, and do my best. Yeah. So, Like the whole the whole San Antonio deal. I'm like, when that was, I was like, Brad is the guy. And and look what he's done to that rodeo. You, you know, it, um, it, it's just it's just awesome to see, but it, there's, there is people that aren't genuine. You know, there's a lot of, that, that's like anything. Genuous. 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 But, but, um, I, it's, it's great. Like, I mean, us, we communicate and that's a lot of things. A lot, your guys, you guys all clowns all communicate. Yeah. There's no know? secret fight club. Around. Bullfighters do not communicate. I nope. will say that. <laughs> Bullfighters will not call. Hey, will you work, fight bulls tomorrow for $38? Yep. I'll be there. You got to pick up flanks, and we need you to enact. Perfect. And if you have a CDL, that'd be super. Oh, and don't <laughs> forget better. about steer open slack on Tuesday. <laughs> Matter of fact, if you bring a 20 for us, we'd love to have you. But, and that's another thing, you know, you're doing all your jobs, and you're doing all your jobs, you know, coming up through the, that stuff, and, and, and me with the surveys from loading stock and picking and feeding and sorting and Absolutely. trucking. And, but you know every aspect, so you know. You can sense if something happened over here. You can see it. Okay, well that that horse is fighting. You know, I got to be ready to get somebody's going to go down. You know, it's the awareness about any again. Anybody can play music, but that awareness of of what's going to happen and being ready for it is is huge. Yeah, now, it's, uh, old ten thousand hours. Yeah. Right now, what I do envy with you guys is and and the few events at Eldorado um, that we've that I've got to work with the PBR crew. Show up with your laptops in your power supply. And That's there, it. everything That's what you did the here. mixer. No, I brought my own mixer. Shut up, oh, man. Sorry. So <laughs> there are the powers there, the uh, cables there. You've got a badass VTX system you're you're jamming through. And uh that's so I very I, I very mean, blessed. Do you, even, do you even send you have a wardrobe, right? That goes in a road case? We do. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we have a road case. This is PS. And uh <laughs> yeah, I don't like the Hey, he's a sound guy. I am not a sound guy. I am a music, music director. director. Correct. I don't haul speakers. I can set sound, but I'm not a I'm not a mastermind by any of it. I've done it. I used to help Chuck Lopeman set sound, and but I'm not a sound guy at all. I'm yeah. a music director, and we are very blessed. You're you're right. It's set up there. All I can do is plug it in. Especially at 8 a.m. on Sunday morning after Weatherford, and you're so you're searching for help, trying to get somebody to oh, help you tear down sound, geez. and it's already 95. <laughs> And everybody's hung over and and the guy driving the lift is still drunk and no, that's not just weather. I just threw that out there, but it is but, he is, but he is. But he is. <laughs> but then and I'm sweating and I'm loading them speakers. But I only do about four places anymore because I'm kind of past that, you know, plus you know, with the whole Angelo gig. Sure. I just the time I'm like, you know, I'm I'm I'd plug rather somebody else. Plug, plug and play is the way to go. At rodeos where he doesn't want to set sound, he gets there and he turns the chairs around backwards right in front of the announcer stand. <laughs> Enjoy your chair. <laughs> Hope you're having a good time. Oh God. Um, hey, let's let's do a little trivia. We have two tickets to the NFR tonight. Plaza seats. Um. So what? Do we, how do we want to give these away? Pendleton whiskey Let has been. Do it. Pendleton yeah, whiskey yeah. has been very generous. James and the crew. They've Thanks, been James. one of our sponsors. Um, we were actually. I was actually giving away to these two guys on the chairs until they turned around and ignored us the whole time. But um. We got two tickets from Pendleton Whiskey. You can't find a ticket for tonight and tomorrow. Nope. We've got two for tonight and two for tomorrow also. So, so well, up to these guys. Are we going to give away just tonight? Let's just – should we or, do both nights or just tonight? Just tonight. I think you just do one night. All I right. think so. Save some for tomorrow. Two tickets. You guys are in charge. 
However, you want to give these tickets away to whoever, to whomever. Do you have a bit of trivia we like to do or just make them dance or ooh, we could have a dance. Well, I know off. two guys that aren't going to win. Give me some dance music. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so they're out. The two, the natives. <laughs> B- Big Chief No Fun from the I Don't Want to Tribes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are you thinking? I'm all about leg wrestling. Oh. Or trivia, I don't care. Anybody I mean, want to Indian leg wrestle for tickets good, to the NFR? Two or, tickets to the NFR for or tonight. Or as my people call it, just leg wrestling. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Just leg just wrestling. Just leg wrestling. <laughs> just leg wrestling. <laughs> it's okay. It's a tonka. I, I, I also, yeah, I also sit hey, crisscross uh, applesauce. <laughs> his brother brought in a bottle of Buffalo Trace the other day. <laughs> Hambone goes, oh, Buffalo Trace. I go, you mean Tatanka Trace? He goes, what the? Tatanka, Tatanka. Anyhow, that was pretty awesome. We went back to the bullfighter room and all did a shot of that first perf. It was, it was yep. a big, it was pretty awesome. Or if you Brad, he did about three. But you want to trade? No uh, yeah, Indian leg wrestling right here would be good. All right, two Just NFR like- tickets for tonight. Plaza seats. Even if you haven't been here the whole time, two people in the in the middle on the hide. Let's anybody, go. Let's do anybody. it. Anybody. Two free tickets. Plaza seats for tonight's NFR. If you'd like to win them, come on down right to the middle. Even if you don't you go, to, you can sell them for a lot of money. You have to, you have to uh, Narducci leg wrestle. You got to go against me, <laughs> three-time undefeated Blackfeet champion. Oh, he says, oh, here come we go. on. We got one. He says, you look pretty good yeah, on my wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Rub Chat Podcast. All right. I got to do You just said it. I can't lift my legs. <laughs> All right. For a ticket. Who wants Indian leg wrestle? My man right here. All right. Come hey, on. It's somebody. just leg wrestling. It's for a two tickets for tonight's NFR. That guy right there. They're free. You, come on, big man in the black. Come on, dog. He's like, come on down. What What kind of He's car- already going. He's already got tickets. We got them cargo better. All right. You Will, know what these are worth on the street? Like 800 bucks. All right, we got to hurry. Pop. We Don't gotta, ask me how I know. We got another great guest. We got to hurry. All right, no let's, one's just, let's just make him dance. Yeah, we've got Corb let's, Lund coming up here in a second. Let's I just make him dance. Just, I'm disappointed. Right, Who wants to dance off? Two tickets. If you want to dance off, get in the middle right here. These are free NFR. I cannot believe we're having to beg for this. All right, let's do. You know what? Just give them the tickets. He well, tried. Hold on. Oh, here he oh. comes. Here he comes. All right. Well, I mean, this guy's got to win. He's way <laughs> this cooler. This is my man right here. Okay. You going to dance? You going to dance? All right. That's all right. Go ahead. Come on, dance up. Oh, you got the tag team. This guy dancing? You dancing or you just cutting through? Just cutting through? You're just cutting through. Try to do a show here, bud. Anyway, we got it. Yeah! Hey, big man. Oh. Hey, well, you know what? Hold on, sir. Our friends at Cinch Jeans and Shirts just gave us two more. So you're going to go, and you guys are going to go. Yes. Round of applause. Well, let's get, speaking of music, let's get to our next guest. You guys have been great. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you, guys, so Thank much you. for hey, having me. We're going to do this again on a Raw, where we have hours to chat. Discuss Maureen. Discuss Maureen. Hey, can you, Brad, can you set the mics up for a corb on a guitar? <laughs> Since you're not doing nothing. <laughs> you guys are professionals at this. Let's bring him up. Ladies and gentlemen, a Canadian treasure. Last night was Canadian night, um, and uh, we are just honored to have him. 
He's one of our favorite people in the world, and we love him. Ladies and gentlemen, Canadian legend Corb Lund. On our year, our yearly check-in for Corb. Our yearly check-in. Corb stops by every year. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Brad's gonna get the, the lower one. Hey Brad, thank you for your time. Thanks, sir. Brad, we'll get you a whiskey drink. Ashley, if you would please. Thank you. <laughs> did you get? You never did get me a gold. Thank bucket. you. Round applause, Jessica. Since yeah, Jesus, uh, this is this this lady right here is the reason we get to be on here. So thank you. Shout out. Why are you walking away so fast? Can I tell everybody what Tallman told me? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Side you, you never did get me a gold buckle beard. Oh, I'm sorry. You never. Well, did. I don't have a four year old sleeping on my lap now. Ooh, tall boys. Mm. There you go. Gold buckle, super light beer. You can get one right in the corner. Crack that baby. I don't know how we're good on it. You guys are pros. Yeah. Thanks, Brad. What's happening? Corb, we're so glad. To have Corb showed up in Salt Lake. He was doing a show. He was there at Salt Lake uh, right after the great fighting bull escape of 2023. Yeah. And uh, he missed the, the main date. But uh, if, you, if you haven't caught up with Corb, get on, Corb, get on Instagram. Get on Facebook. You've been touring. You were in Tulsa the other night. I was gone. And you're right. I was in Wichita. I forgot. Yeah, I knew. I was kind of looked at your schedule. But, but tell us a little bit before you see anything. What about your year? You've been busy. Yeah, I've been touring my butt off. Yeah, it's been good. I, I can't see straight, but I've been touring a lot. <laughs> I'm, uh, I get to play Carnegie Hall in March. Wow. it's pretty cool, right? That's legendary. That, yeah. I mean, I'm going to have to call mom up for that one. Yeah. Carnegie Some, uh, Hall. There's a buddy of mine from Amarillo who made a record with a bunch of us doing traditional cowboy songs, and he's putting the whole show on with uh, the guys who are on the record at Carnegie Hall in New York, so it's kind of fun. I, li I like playing cowboy music at home, but it's fun playing it for people who don't understand it. It's good to export the culture sometimes. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, that's like, I mean, it's like playing the Grand Old Opry. You know, I mean, it's one of those legendary venues yeah, kind of in is. all of music. Yeah. Carnegie Hall. Yeah, I'm stoked. And That's we're going awesome. to Eastern Europe in the, in the summertime, too. Yeah, that would going to Budapest and Czech Republic and Slovakia. And you want to come? Country music goes over there? I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. I'll let you know. Uh, you think it'd be if hard. You seen, if you see Hezbulu over there, let me know. It, it would be hard to, to make the – because your music is not necessarily a country singer as much as a storyteller. It's a yeah. Western storyteller. So cowboy would that be music? hard to – Western translate to the Budapestians of Budapestians. I don't know. Otherwise known as Hungarians. Hungar <laughs> I don't know. I'm not from there. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I do know that Europeans have kind of a appreciation for cowboy stuff. They don't entirely get it, but they like my grandfather used to do those shows in England in the 30s and the 40s. He rodeoed at Madison Square Gardens and Boston Gardens and in London, England. And my parents put on a rodeo in Zambia, Africa. So I guess it's part of that tradition to take in Western culture and take it into places where they don't fully understand it, but exposing them to it, you know? It's awesome. Because everyone in the world knows cowboys, even if they don't really understand it. Everybody has an idea of what cowboys are, and they're all fascinated by it. So. Yeah, they said one of the biggest, uh, uh, like, to wear a cowboy hat places. It's one of the most recognizable yeah. things you could possibly wear anywhere. You know, it gets people. Well, uh, I always say when you, when you grew up and they had um, – the maps and you had the little, you know, the guy on it dressed in, in that culture. America always had a guy in a cowboy hat. Yeah. I mean, it's right. it's uniquely American, obviously. Mm. So, yeah, I think it's uh, I'll, or I'll, North uh, American. Let's say North American. Ne next year on the podcast, I'll tell you all about it. 
Yeah, perfect. Look forward to it. But uh, I want to get into it. Let's uh, let's play a song with a dealer's choice, whatever you want to pick and get, and let's All get right. it. This is about Canadian whiskey. Which is good. I wrote my new song on a $5 bill, but I won't be able to sing it until I get hot on the trail for to pick up a track of the doodle little thief and get my five bucks back. I first got the five dollars on my Montana man when I come across the line with a pistol in his hand. He said, give me all your money, but I got to his first. I took his Colts to and the whole first verse. You see, you couldn't buy liquor in the States back then, so we saddled up the ponies and we loaded up the gin road underneath the shadow of the grand old chief to get to northern Rocky Mountain kind of tax relief. You couldn't count on the cattle when the market got down and the veterinary bills to the doctor in town. The kids needed shoes and I had to get fed and a big old bank lien was over my head. I wrote my new song on a five dollar bill, but I won't be able to sing it until I get hot on the trail for to pick up a track of the doodle little thief and get my five bucks back. Well, I wouldn't stop talking about Canadian rye, okay, and the palate is crisp and it's dry. And the sea grounds bottle tastes the mighty top shelf. I said, well, thank you very much, sir, I cooked her myself. Of course, that didn't wash with the boys down south, judging by the stream of color coming out of their mouth. I can't figure why, because where I stood, I got them just as damn drunk as any store-bought would. <laughs> I wrote my new song on a $5 bill, but I won't be able to sing it until I get hot on the trail board to pick up a track of the doodle little thief and get my five bucks back. He comes storming across the border with six or eight guys, some damn fool saw fit to deputize. There weren't no sheriff nor marshal inside, I guess the lawman was up a drink of whiskey all night. He said, give me all your money, but I got to his first, and I took his Colts to and the whole third verse. He picked my back pocket, worked the five bucks loose, I had tucked in behind a can of Copenhagen snooze. <laughs> I wrote my new song on a five dollar bill, but I won't be able to sing it until I get hot on the trail, or to pick up a track of the doodle little thief and get my five bucks back. The doodle little double the son of a gun of a song, steal a chicken eating thief and get my five bucks back. <laughs> Love that song. I love that. I played that during the NFR last night. Did you? I did. Really? Little clip of it. Are you, for, you get, at what does point? you get royalties for that? Or no. What do you, what do you owe Corb right now? I'll make I 18, bought it. 18 cents on Oops, that. sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> Bluetooth talking. That's my agency. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need you to cut uh, Corb a check before we get out of here. Oh, God. Um, I, I like. I, I want to do the vet song. The vet song? That okay. one's hilarious. About the veterinarian. Okay. I'm one of the few artists that when you ask them to play the vet song, you have, you have to specify which one. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I got a few. I sorry. specialize in vet rock. Vet rock. Veterinarian. Veterinarian. Veterinarian rock, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Dad was kind of a, a renaissance cowboy. He was a, a bulldogger, and he had cattle, and he was a western artist, but he was a vet. He was a large animal vet up in Canada. And uh, pound for pound, the best bullshitters I've ever met are his vet school buddies. So they claim this is all a true story. It's called <clears throat> the Talking Veterinarian Pregtest Cesarean Section Vaccination Gun Blues. You get that, Luke? You got that? Can you repeat that? Yes. Oh, my mic won't work. <laughs> well, my dad is a vet, and if I was one too, the one thing he always taught me to do is get paid cash money. 
You see, jam and eggs is a mighty fine thank you, but not for the bookkeeper, not for the banker. The margin's thin on treating large animals unless it's a purebred or more understandable a racehorse of some kind. You see, Sun City folks pay a high dollar to make sure Fido ain't hot under the collar. That's where the money is. Boutique animal hospitals, shopping malls, and cocker spaniels, and English bulldogs. Hang your shingle. Second verse is absolutely true. I witnessed this myself in 1984. Shocking customer service. <laughs> well, a blind old woman brings in a bird with a busted wing, and somewhere she heard we was good doctors. That night it died in the cage under our care of unknown cause, but we'll make it square. These things happen. Only one cure, though. Quick trip to the pet store. Well, morning come, I didn't want to upset her. For her own good, didn't see a need to tell her. Well, not only you boys have fixed his wing, it appears as though you've taught him to sing. You are good doctors. <laughs> He's never sung before. I've had him for years. Well, if you've been in the business as long as I have, you begin to consider the plot of the calves. Fun-loving, carefree, frolicking little critters. Well, the first few months ain't all that bad. They never forget the good times they had. But then comes spring and Brandon time. Stuck in the ribs with the red-hot iron. Tag the ear, shots in the hip, the dehorn pace, and snip, snip, snip. <laughs> Welcome to the world, little buddy. It's no picnic. <laughs> Well, I've treated my share of sugar beet chokes. If it gets too bad, you got to cut the throat and salvage the carcass. Dress him out on the spot. This one old steer, he choked real bad. In the corner of the pen, he's mighty mad. I poked at the beet. It wouldn't dislodge. The farmer says, I got a don't laugh back at the garage. I said, go get it. We got to save the meat. So I made the jugular cut. Steer jumped to his feet, gave his head a shake, and coughed up the beet. Stood there and bled to death in front of his owner. Thank you, Doc. What do I owe you? <laughs> well, that's how it goes with the sugar beet chokes. Just don't get me started on. Just don't get me started on. Alfalfa bloats. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I, I love the storytelling songs. I, I think that's something a lot of uh, the new music today doesn't do like the yeah, you know, songs like that. I was I was a Kenny Rogers fan. Hey, you know what? I had a long. Can I tell you? Speaking of stories, I had a long conversation with a with a a, a working girl last night. Because oh, really? I, I, I had her confused with a Western influencer. <laughs> <laughs> she approached me in a very familiar way, and I thought maybe she knew my music. And she looked kind of like one of those gals that takes the pictures all the time with the clothes. Uh -huh. And we had a big long conversation. She said, "How are you doing, cowboy?" I said, oh, "You know, I'm pretty tired. Why are you so tired?" And I said. Well, it's NFR. It's crazy, right? And she's like, I guess. Well, if you need to relax later, I'm a working girl. So you gave me a card. And I was Canadian. I didn't know that stuff actually happened. I thought it was just movies. She gave you a card? Yeah, a little. Do you want it? Do you have it? <laughs> yeah, you're all for it. No, I, immediately, I immediately got rid of it. I went straight to the bar. <laughs> you're welcome, honey. <laughs> you want well, me to finish with yep. a tune? Yeah, yeah. We want to finish out uh, today's show uh, with the with tune. But uh, uh, real quick before we get to that, we got to say uh, shout out to Red River jeans and shirts go over here buy something uh from them um it's christmas time obviously so thanks to cinch jeans and shirts thanks gold buck of beer for the beer 
and uh, Pete Carr. Every year for the last four years, Pete Carr, Pro Pete Road Car had a great night last night, and they'll have a great night tonight with their stock. A huge thank to Pete. But uh, all that being said, Corblon, play us out, my friend. Okay. My experience last night reminded me of this song. I grew up a dream of being a cowboy and loving cowboy ways. Pursuing the light of my high-riding heroes. I burned up my childhood days. I learned all the rules of a modern-day drifter. Don't you hold on to nothing too long. Take what you need from the ladies and leave them with the words to a sad country song. My heroes have always been cowboys, and they still are, it seems. Sadly, in search of one stepping back of themselves and their slow moving dreams. Well, cowboys are special with their own brand of misery from being alone too long. They can die in the cold, in the arms of a nightmare, knowing well their best days are gone. Picking up hookers instead of my pen, I let the world of my youth fade away. Oh, worn-out saddles and old worn-out memories and no one and no place to stay. My heroes have always been cowboys and they still are seen. Sadly in search of and won't stand back of themselves and the slow-moving dreams. Sadly, in search of and one stamping back of themselves and the slow moving dreams. Corblund, everybody. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Absolutely, brother. It's always a pleasure having you. Uh, thank you, everybody. Tomorrow, um, I will not be here, I'll be rehearsing. Around 10, but uh, got a pretty good stand in. Uh, Joe Beaver will be here with Rump. So, um, but real quick, sir, can you come out here in front of the stage, please? This is the best thing I have seen this year in NFR Rodeo. So, uh, I don't know if you heard what Donnie Gay said on the telecast the other night. Uh, just stand there and face the crowd. Um, that was Donnie Gay's words. He knocked the dog out of him. Did you get that made? You are the best. Round of applause for this guy right here. You know what? Give, Give him a free, free Pendleton. Pendleton well, thank you, everybody. Be sure to check out Rum Chat. Be sure to check out Corbin, Corbin Music. Music. Go to his website. See if he's buy, near you. Buy Go a t-shirt from this guy. <laughs> we'll see you all tomorrow, 11 o'clock, round number 10, NFR edition.